Welcome to episode 27 of the Varangian Heresy podcast. Uh, before I do introductions and even introducing myself, just to give you guys a heads up, uh, due to some technical difficulties, uh, infiltration of warp agents and you know stuff like that, we've had some technical difficulties. Uh, Chris's microphone has died and you know, a few other sound issues, so this episode, maybe the next couple, might sound a little bit echoey, but we are working on getting some new gear in so we can bring you top quality, amateur professional um, level uh, podcasting as soon as possible just in case anybody has any issues with sound now you know all's good continue to listen so my name's jody uh, i'm going to be uh, your host this evening and with me as always are, are my two wonderfully gra- glamorous and gorgeous co-hosts there is uh, christopher hello jody how are you this I'm, evening? I'm doing good my friend i'm doing good how about yourself well, it's, if we disregard the technical issues with having a broken headset and trying to record through a slightly older webcam, it's quite all right, actually. It doesn't sound too bad. At least it's not as bad as my microphone was sounding earlier on. Um, and then, of course, the man himself, the crown prince of darkness, sits atop the, th- the, the throne of skulls here in the 30k Sweden, Mr. Freddy himself. How are you doing, buddy? I am doing excellent. How are you? I'm good, thank you very much. Now, my first question before we do more stuff is, um, how's the how's the gluing of stuff together going? Ah, uh, God, <laughs> I'm taking a break. I'm Wait. God, I can't I I can't glue anything else for a while. I need I need I need 24 hours uh, fucking glue rest period. Some shit. <laughs> too much in too much in the way of uh, fumes, or just generally too much of sticking yourself to yourself. Uh, a bit of both. <laughs> There's only so much you can do before you have to just give your body a rest and then go back at it. Exactly. If I, I think I've assembled every single different portrayal kit there is. And unfortunately, had to assemble some of them twice by the sounds of it. But that's uh, you yeah. know that's down to shipping. Oh. You can't win with Such that one. Life. Such is life. But, you so know, I am now uh, a certified Storm Eagle expert. Storm, uh, what's the other one? Fucking Fire Raptor? Fire, oh, God. See, I've even erased it from my mind. Fire Raptor <laughs> expert. I'm an uh, Anvil's Dreadclaw expert. I'm a Mastodon expert. I'm fucking uh, everything. Sticker on. You name it. I've done it. And for anybody, and for anybody else wondering, he's also a finan- uh, financial uh, financial expert. He's brilliant at embezzling funds to pay for his hobby. <laughs> uh, that's true. Yeah. Well, let's uh, before we crack on with tonight's episode, and we've got some good stuff for you. I'm going to get the social medias out of the way. First of all, you can follow us on, or you can listen to this via SoundCloud, via iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Uh, so you can find us, you can recommend us to friends as well, which would be greatly appreciated because we do like to grow the audience. We are on Facebook and our page is the Varangian Heresy Podcast. And that's our main page where you'll see all updates of our events, uh, event series, everything that we're running there. 
and our new episodes getting dropped there as well. Uh, we have a podcast group. We've got over 100 members in there now, which is not bad for a, for a small little modest podcast like ourselves. And uh, that's growing steadily. So come and join the fun. And that is the Varangian Heresy podcast group. It is the most imaginatively titled one. We have uh, our Twitter, which is Varangian Heresy, which we really should start using a bit more. Uh, I think we, we might have overdone it with the hashtag Tim Reed Betrayer. Um, but I do believe Tim has actually read most of Betrayer right now. So um, to, to be fair, what I heard was that he claims he has read it, but he won't mention anything in it because it would be spoiling the book for himself. And he will talk about it in three weeks. Well, that's fine. You know, that's fine. I just think we'll have to put together some sort of pop quiz for him just to make sure he has read it through thoroughly. I think that's the only important thing um, that we can do as a re- as responsible members of the 30k community and the podcasting <coughs> group. Electroshock interrogation. Yep. ECT. Or waterboarding. Take your pick. Um, Com- so combined electro electroconvulsive therapy and waterboarding. Yeah, it's fun well, for I'm it's fun for the whole family. <laughs> it's fun for the whole family by the sounds of it um, moving on <laughs> very much moving on um, so we have uh, Instagram and that is the our Instagram uh, name is Varangian Heresy come, have, come along come and have a look at what we're putting out there we're uh, becoming more and more active on the Instagrams although don't ask Freddie what that is, about what that is he doesn't know unless it involves uh, demonettes and to be fair you can probably find a few on there Freddie you really should get yeah, on Instagram you really is, it, is it is it like uh, Craigslist or? Uh, not like um, a creative Craigslist, maybe. I don't know. Um, Chris, do you want to answer that one for? Um, well, <laughs> so I don't have to. Can't, can't really Instagram be summed up with people taking pictures of their their boobs, people making memes, and people complaining about American government. Dash, dash the old government. Dash the British government. Dash complaining in general. It, uh, oh, okay. Pictures and pictures of food and cats. Yeah, that's true, but that's uh, that's obvious. It's most of the internet. So. Well, that, yeah, that's anything connected to to the internet. Yeah, and then we have our email, which is the Varangian Heresy at gmail dot com. Drop us lists, drop us ideas for episodes, drop us any thoughts you have on our content. Just drop us a message and say hello. Uh, drop us some pictures of demonettes. I'm sure that would make um, Freddie very very happy. And um, as it's the hashtag year of the fists or the ultra fistings, depending, if you want to send pictures of walls to Christopher, just just Ooh. random walls from around the world, I'm sure that would make his A as well. I, I'm sure fisting videos and fisting photos are also welcome. But they will be forward, forwarded to Freddy. Well, that, that's kind wall, of... All, everything's forwarded uh, to Freddy. <laughs> Everything gets forwarded to Freddy. So, that is the social media is pretty much out of the way. Um, I think it's important to sort of start off with what's got to be the most important thing for damn near every every hobbyist. Um, what's everybody been doing in the hobby recently? <laughs> Freddy, you can. You well, can it's, not like it's not like there's anything else. Is there, is there other important stuff that's come out? I mean, have I missed something here? Uh, Let's start with Freddy, I think. Yeah. No, someone else. I'm I'm, going to take over this entire segment. Go, Freddy. To say something. Chris. Chris, before before Freddy cries. No, I actually have hobby progress. Then you have to go go first. You have to go first, my friend. I've started my Pollux, the Imperfist character, and he's basically going to be a side project to get him as painted as good as I can. 
it's a nice nice thing. I've also restarted my Mechanicum, so I'm building Thalax and uh, Magus for that, them. And I'm stripping part of my Titan to make it, because I'm going to switch Legion for it. Ooh. And I'm building a Generator out of uh, basically packing material. Which is and looking very swish, by the yeah. way, my friend. Packing material and McDonald's coffee stir stirs. Which is probably one of um, the best... Uh, <coughs> uh, yes, to say what I think about it, I'm loving it. It is very, very awesome. Oh dear, Freddy. Oh dear. <laughs> I was trying to ignore that one, but no, we, yeah, yeah. No, we, no we can't that's fair. It. But to sum it up, I've actually hobbing, been hobbying a lot, and it's really nice because I think it's down to having a sort of desk now. <laughs> having your own hobby space. Yeah. Now I just Remain. need. Uh, now I just need Inferno to read all the fluff and get even more inspired. Yeah, this is true. Well, somebody else is already there, right, Freddy? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. Now, shall, shall I go on with my hobby progress, or are you, are you just about ready to take yours? No, 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 keep going, mate. Keep going. You want me to take on? Yeah. Okay, then. Well, um, what have I been doing? I have painted up, I've finished my Iron Warriors Praetor slash uh, Siegebreaker um, slash Warsmith. Um, you kind of feel the model fits all those roles. Um, very happy with him. Nice little conversion with the uh, classic um, Iron Warriors sort of metal snippy claw hand on one arm and then a nice uh, Grey Knights uh, 40k Grey Knights uh, power sword so that's going to be the Paragon blade looks rather tasty I'm very happy with that love the way the face is uh, the face is turned out on that one and the uh, servo arm on the backpack as well so I finished painting that and I literally assembled it as I was about ready to play one of two games I played two games in one evening this week against uh, Linus one of the um, one of the guys coming along on the MKA course totally sound bloke absolutely love him um, I played two of probably the scariest lists possible um, that I, well not scariest as possible definitely um, what's the right word definitely with the most challenging lists for sure and I know Freddie had a hand in one of these at least um, pounding yeah, there was some def there was some definite use of gravel as lubricant, and dear God, it hurt. Um, I will throw some pictures up on the podcast page in the podcast group. But effectively, first game I played against a solo orcs uh, list, which uh, took a um, took a shrouded bombardment as the warlord trait, um, and then basically put out a gigantic super heavy. I can never remember which version it is. Um, the double battle cannon on the front. Uh, uh, Stormhammer. Stormhammer. Right. Okay. Good to know. Stormhammer on the on the storm or with the Stormhammer behind the Aegis defense line uh, was a Malkadoran furnace. One of the um, super heavies with neutron laser um, on there. Two I think it's Dracosians with um, some uh, some dudes inside each ten man squads with Volkites. And then a three uh, or a three tank Medusa battery sitting at the back, and basically I, I I've not faced this much armor. I built a list with a number of terminators, breaches, veteran squads because I was going multi bombing and thought, yeah, we can I can outflank my veterans and burn up the field. And yeah, I basically took a whole lot of incoming fire and died horrifically. Um, but quad mortars and las cannons in a bunker are very very big and clever 
and multi-bombing is fantastic when you run a, even a four-man veteran squad in against a super heavy and it strips the last four hole points and then detonates it. It was rather awesome. Um, so I considered that a bit of a moral victory on that one. Uh, second game ran close to the same army. I, I put a storm a storm lord in there in my army instead. Gave that a try, which was lots of fun. However, I was facing. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. For those of you just wondering what I'm talking about, Chris has very nicely just sent me uh, a graphic of how to work out which type of uh, which type of particular tank I was facing. So yeah, it was a storm lord. <laughs> Um, greatly appreciate that Chris and this is something that's very useful so we'll put it out for everybody else yep. um, but it was a Stormlord and uh, the second list I faced was against a drop pod World Eaters army no Angron because I didn't have a Primarch to play but that didn't so much matter um, although he, I did manage to put enough Interceptors in to take out a um, one of the two Leviathans that he was running and then <laughs> managed to do some damage to the Red Butchers before they then promptly wiped out my um, my own uh, st- well, wiped out the Storm Lord, and then promptly went and fisted my cha- my um, Terminators, who then eventually rallied, turned around and punched the rest of what was left of the um, Red Butchers in the face. So again, some moral victories, and apparently my Praetor can't swing his Paragon Blade for Toffees. Because um, something about having plus one weapon skill in the in a challenge for the or well it happened to be in a challenge with the the world eaters praetor meant I was hitting on fives and not fours and I rolled a hell of a lot of fours to hit my paragon blade and didn't leave enough attacks over to my power fist so yeah I basically got smushed because um, he power fisted me in the face but again two losses but both learning experiences and I, I may or may not be now planning to build a battery of uh, Medusas myself <laughs> and um, you know, adding a few more fun bits and pieces to my army so I can uh, maybe be a bit more conscious of threats like that and see what can happen but seriously Linus was a really good guy had loads of fun beautifully painted armies um, so much fun to play against and it was a really good night and yeah that's pretty much been my hobby progress and now I'm I sort of set off air beforehand that I'm kind of up and down about um, whether I actually want to paint anything more because we've got the MKA course coming up in under two months um, and I'm really tempted not to paint anything until then so I can do it all with the MKA skills but uh, I can't decide what to do so we will have to see I may man up and try and do it we'll, we'll see how it goes well I heard building stuff is fun yeah well I do have a large amount of stuff to build for somebody and I've um, also that the terrain is quite fun to paint yeah, shut up, Chris. <laughs> Stop stirring. You're right, though. However, I do have a large amount, and I do have somebody's warlord, war sorry, warhound, titan, and to paint and to finish off a thunderhawk. So I've got stuff to do that isn't mine, and that's okay. Um, and so then, does, that doesn't have the MKA quality. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, it can be if yeah. you want it to be. You just have to wait. Um, we don't. But, no, no one have the time. You know that. No one yeah. have. Everything uh, needs to be done now. Now, 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 now. Um, yeah, so that's that's sort of been my my hobby in the last sort of seven seven to ten days has just been uh, finishing off my prayer tour and getting my chip pushed in by two very brutal lists and uh, learning from it. So yeah, that was all good. So um, have you had enough time to prepare now, Freddie? Are you kind of ready to uh, divulge your 
<sighs> okay, I've focused a bit. Been drinking more alcohol. <laughs> you uh, needed that to be ready, did you? Exactly. So, uh, I have built a Mastodon. I have built two Malkadors. I have built <coughs> Land Raider Proteus. I have built 15 Terminators. I have built... <laughs> Am I going on? I'm starting to lose track. Oh, I've built heaps of other stuff that has nothing to do with heresy. And also, I have converted uh, an Imperial... Irit... Iterator. 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 Shouldn't couldn't you just call it the remembrancer? No. Which is probably easier to remember and basically the same thing. I can't remember anything about any remembrances. But you at least you can say the word. Remembrance? Remember. Yeah, see you're doing better. Alright, cool. Uh, and I have what else have I done? Yes, I have converted up some stuff for my future Iron Hands list that I'm going to do for the MK. Awesome. Never That's a bad be very thing. cool. Never yep. a bad no. no. And I also have played a couple of games, if that counts as a Oh, well, well, I think it does. What games have you been playing? I have been playtesting the, the Shadow War missions for Lincoln. With my mates. Ooh. And so far I've been spanked all the time. Fuck, I hate Night Lords. Okay. So much. They are really good in Shadow War. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's been heaps of fun. Actually, spanking is, is not to be fair. Um, it has been, like, all the missions I've played, I've played against, uh, uh, like, yeah, Death Guards and Night Lords and all kind of stuff, because I've been running my, my Raven Guards, and they're, they're pretty freaking, you know, good at Shadow War as well. Uh, but all the means has always come down to like one or two victory points. So it's and it's been like super fun. So I'm really looking forward to Lincoln, and I think everyone's really going to enjoy like the the whole the whole concept of the Shadow Wars and all the extra tweaks and shit I've added. Awesome! Definitely. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely. I'm very much looking forward to it. Just got to work out an army list and yeah. make sure it's yeah. painted. Yeah, and I have to say the for Force Org has. Like it, it really, it really makes you. You have to think a little bit extra when you pick your army, because you think like, "Oh fuck, this is awesome!" Like all the elites and shit. And then you realize, like, please read the Shadow World missions before you pick something. Don't, don't. <laughs> okay. Intense, don't. <laughs> or maybe you should, because you might get fucked in the ass if you don't realize what, what things that you need to succeed in Shadow War missions so yeah anyway it's been heaps of fun heaps of hobbying and I think I'm a bit over superglue for at least like I, I, I need some rest for a day or so yeah need to take, take a bit of a breather get some fresh air in those lungs yeah right? I'm planning to build uh, two ambulance drop pods in the next two days but before that I want to paint this um Remembrance. See, you remember. Yeah, you can say that one. <laughs> and also an entire Team Yankee army, but that's a that's a whole different thing. Just just a quick question: Which army did you choose? For what? Team Yankee. Uh, uh choose. You I was will. forced into playing Poms. Oh, you poor thing. 
because I, I wanted to be Swedish and play East Germany because it, there's so many similarities between East Germany and the and Sweden. So yeah, it it looks like a quite a version of that game as well. But it's it's super quick. Yeah. So I I, I kind of enjoy it. Hmm. Well, sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. well, it, it's a good quick pickup game in between Hersey. Hi, and welcome to the Team Yankee podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not drift too far, but, you know, we'll try and keep off tangents a little bit. We can no, leave that to the uh, age. We I, can leave that to the, uh, we can leave that to Northern Heresy for tangents. Yeah, no, no, but it, it's like, I'm pretty sure everyone else has like Infinity and Malifu and whatnot. Every, everyone has an off game, I think. Yeah, you used to like clean. Really? Like, I, I yeah. find it. Don't I you? Find it, no. I find it good to clean your color palettes and your, you kind of sort of, you know, because once once you've been working in the sweatshop <laughs> and produced a lot of like plastic Mark III Marines or whatnot, then you kind of need you need to, you know, sit down and clear your palettes, or so I call it, clear your palettes. Yeah, oh, that like makes sense. Palette, like a palette cleanser. Then. Yeah. Yeah. And then you do something completely different, and then come back, and then because you. You come back with like open eyes, and and sometimes even when I paint like historical stuff, I, I, it gives me ideas when I come back to to painting my 30k stuff. It's like oh fuck, I did some like some sort of weird camo combo, and I did some sort of highlighting and some dry brushing. It's like ah, oh, this looks really good. I wonder how it would work like if it's my leader. And I go back and I try it with the world, just like with a bit of tweaks, and it's like oh fuck, yeah. this is really nice. And cool. Well, sounds it does sound rather awesome. I have to admit. I mean, I, I on a personal note, I do believe Chris, you sent you sent me a rather nice um, uh, Elder Farce here to uh, yep. take some attention. So I might actually spend some time on that in the next couple of weeks or whilst building other stuff. And just I've got a functional Heresy army. That's all good. I can uh, sort of plan some stuff out when it comes to it, and then think about what I'll do after uh, after the Eld AKA course and see where we go uh, from there. We can also put like this. I. I haven't been painting 30k stuff. I have been painting other gaming systems for the last six months just to get it a bit of an outlet for painting, if nothing else. Just a that bit of creative. Well, just. I was gonna do a really fancy word here, but I'm just gonna say just to be creative. Yeah. Keep it simple, mate. Keep it simple. Yeah. <laughs> K I S S. Yeah. Why, thank you. Um, okay, let's. Uh, yeah. if, are we all covered so, with hobby progress then? Yeah, I, I do think believe. So, at least for now. I think so. I think so. Then let's let's move on. Now there is um, something we've had a shout out for before we move on to anything else. We've had a, had a shout out a request from uh, Mr. Chris Pretty from the Forgotten Legion 30K um, group. Occasionally, occasionally on uh, Radio Free Eastman. Yeah, you can do that occasionally. Very. And there's some there's some information that he'd like to share. Um, Chris, have you got the stuff to hand? Yeah, I could. Do you want to take it. us through it, buddy? Well, I can just I'm gonna read through the message he actually sent us and hope it yeah. gets through quite uninterrupted with my lovely new microphone. <laughs> you go for it, bud. All yours. Take yeah. the microphone. Uh, this message is for those attending Steve three and those unable to attend. 
We will be holding a raffle during South Texas in Flames to benefit our good friend and brother Rafael Gutierrez, that is Guchman. Guchman served for over 20 years and several deployments overseas to combat zones. He served proudly for his country and family, and he paid a high personal price for that service. Now it's our turn to help him out. Guchman is trying to get a KMX Cobra 24 speed, a socialist bike that would enable him to join other, other veterans in rides and benefit both mentally and physically. These bikes aren't cheap. That's where our community comes in. And here's our partner, the community. Golers 222nd Gaming Club in San Antonio has graciously offered a fully painted, magnetized and LED-lit Warhound Titan. And once they offer the Titan, they up, up the ante. If the raffle can raise $2,000, they will throw in the two sister Warhound Titans as well. The additional two Titans are also fully painted, magnetized and LED lit. Uh, the raffle tickets will be $5 each. You can purchase 11 tickets for 50 and 25 for 100. You must purchase your tickets at the South Texas in Flames event, or if you have a friend going, get them to pur purchase your tickets. Not coming to Stiff 3 but want to help anyway, click the link below. This link will obviously be posted in notes and on our page. I will post, post the entire message on our page. Um, so click the link below. It has all the information and a way to donate. Thank you all in advance for helping out. I know Guchman appreciates it and I know we can get this bike for him. Any funds raised over the amount needed for the bike will go to the family to help out. Awesome. And then we have a link to the GoFundMe campaign, and that will be, as I said, in the show notes and in the in the post. Yeah, for sure, we'll make sure that's out there. I think that's uh, you know that's an awesome thing that we can do as a community, and uh, I'm I'm pretty happy that we've been able to to sort of just simply read it out and make it make it work. Um, I know, Freddie, you're you're going to be attending uh, Stiff. Yeah. So I'll make sure I'll buy heaps of tickets because it's definitely like. Be, being, I don't know, like being a veteran I'm, myself, uh, I know quite well about all the issues and stuff, and definitely like those, like I, I know what kind of bike it is, and yeah, fuck yeah, it's a that's that's a really super awesome good cause. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a brilliant cause, and you know maybe we can find some way of uh, clubbing together and get some funds out for it, and uh, you can pick up some tickets on behalf of the podcast and all, um, and we can work something out. But I think if you've got the time and you've got the spare money, go ahead, but don't away. Look, you know, it's just a great cause. I mean, I don't think there's any way we can say that um, any better than that. And so go out and put some, put some money into it and help a help a good man out, help a good well good person out for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's uh, not much more to be said on that. So now that we've we've gone through that, because that's important information, there is some other important information, and that's good. We're going to go through the uh, news and new stuff. So, was there anything big that happened recently? I don't think there was much. I mean, there's uh, uh, they released a new star player for Blood Bowl. Did they just? What a great model! I mean, seriously, Ooh, yeah. absolutely love that. Absolutely love Morgathorg. Brilliant. It's a model. really, really huge model as well considering he's an ogre. It's nothing to sniff at, that's for sure. Wasn't it some demon for Age of Sigmar as well? Yeah, some uh, well, demon well, prince of something or other. Well. Will he? Ooh, and they have 
they have re released or re-released because that was a G-dub project back in the day, wasn't it? The ruined watchtower of Amon Sul at Weathertop. Yeah, which for is a, a, a pounds. really, really expensive piece of scenery. It's also um, quite large and it's resin. Yeah. So. That fucking uh, that scenery piece. Every second scenery company that does like a, you know pressed foam or whatnot yeah. sells that sells that piece. Yeah, I I didn't even think uh, G Dub set so a similar one when they released uh, Lord of Rings game, didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> for half about. Still, it's quite a cool piece, but what would you use it for? Uh, I have one that I use for 30k, but then it's been... Oh, yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's done at the club. It's yeah. been like dry brushed and buffed a bit, so it looks a bit more gothic. Yeah. There's also goat riders. Goat riders. Goat, goat riders. riders. Yeah. The, the, again, this is uh, yeah. These are the dudes from um, the Battle of the Five Armies, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Ah, oh, okay, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> and they also got the really nice uh, Iron Hills dwarfs with spears that look really nice as well, even though their faces look a bit weird considering the scale of them. So, so that that's everything that's been released, though, right? Uh, well, G Dubs are releasing a quite, quite cool forest. We could talk about that. Death World sure. Forest. The Death World Forest, okay. <laughs> Yeah, the Deathworld Forest. And it's a really, really nice It's a, an alien forest with elder stuff in it. But if you remove the elder stuff, you can use it like the Forest of Murder. That's pretty cool. The for, forest of Murders? I yeah, the Forest of Murder. Murder. I thought there were only, sing, only like single trees here and there. Like the trees where that was actually out of these crystalline thingies where they kind of drag all the bodies of the marine into it. And there were they're like single the, trees? There were vegetation as well. The trees, trees were basically the skyscrapers of the planet. Okay. At least that's how, how I got it when I read the book last time. So. Might need to read it again. Who knows? It might but be an idea to But do it looks that. really cool and uh, there's probably nothing else. That, there's probably nothing else. Nothing at all. No. Nothing at all. Oh wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's a there's this black book thing that's showing up. Is that important? I can't tell. Yeah, but I've already got that one. You've already got that one. Okay, so we don't need to talk yeah, about it at all the, then. Uh, Channel Four demand service. Yeah, and I think Black Books is on like Channel Four on demand service. Huh. Yeah. Okay, so well, basically what we're being dicks about and not talking about is Inferno <laughs> dropped for pre-release, for pre-order, sorry. Um, so the, the those of us that uh, have been desperate for uh, getting our hands on, on this, sticky fingers on this book and not looking at uh, slightly shoddily taken or uh, quickly taken uh, pictures of the rules themselves... Uh, can now put the order in now does it have a delivery time on there because there were horrible rumours of um, uh, you know several <laughs> weeks wait yeah the rumours were initially four to six weeks before even the pre-order would go up but uh, I really hope it doesn't no it looks like they've, they've uh, 
they might have blown that one, blown, uh, blown that out of the water. Then, if that's the case, because yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the available. The from the tw- yeah, 24th of February, it should be available yep. from. So next weekend. Uh, yeah, I say that with a pinch of cynicism and salt. So it we'll see. Probably be it's on Friday. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, they usually, they usually send stuff on Fridays. <laughs> Are you digging now, Freddie, for those who don't have it? Like, uh, what, was, what was impressive is that they managed to get from... We've said this before. They managed to get from uh, Manchester, in England, Manchester, England, to Sweden quicker than it got from Manchester to somewhere in the south of England. And yeah, yeah, up yeah. With it. If, if you're going to put it like this, poor Sean of this initiative... His book went uh, AWOL for eight, for 11 days and then got returned back to the one who sent it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's also a good indictment of uh, the postal system. Yeah, yeah pretty see, much. What do you need? You need to know a postman personally, and it's all right. Or just uh, kidnap his cat. Right, you, you will get the cat back once you deliver the fucking package. What is it with you and kidnapping things, Chris? Seriously. Doesn't he have a son as well? Postman Pat, yeah. Yeah, see? So he's kidnapped his son. He he really does. He spends way more time with uh, the cat. The funny thing is, I'm just going to drop a little bit of truth on this. The sad that I know this, it really is. That um, Postman Pat, if you actually watch the new series, all the kids in the village have exactly the same hair as Postman Pat. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, even though their parents, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I just love that little bit, of, that little cynicism that some put in there and gone. Yeah, well, obviously. Well, you know, yeah. he goes around, mate. Yeah, well, what goes around comes around, and apparently yeah, that's and Pat he, a lot. He might, he might, he might always ring twice, don't he? <laughs> ding ding. Yeah. <laughs> really shouldn't say that. It's very bad. But funny. To be fair, um, Stephen Mannion did a, a similar similar joke, and he was the voice of Postman Pat in the movie. Oh dear. <clears throat> so yes. Anyway, back on the getting away from Postman Pat because we, we're tangenting, and that that's reserved for yeah. the other Swedish podcasts. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff. Most importantly, Book Seven has dropped, yeah. um, and uh, we will also soon learn who of the players are the ones that uh, recently transferred from 40k. Just the <laughs> kinds of list to design. Oh, the cynicism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking with a grain of truth, though. <laughs> should be all right, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah, of course it should be all right. I'm just saying, looking at the list, we will see which ones are trying to min-max it. They probably won't win anything, or de- and definitely not win any friends. But yeah. It will probably be us that do the worst list. That's true. Probably would be us, actually. But uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But I'm very much looking forward to it. I think it's rather cool. Um, yeah. Really good. Uh, a really good breakdown of it all by um, Ryan already on the on Radio Free as far. Um, yeah, and the really, next, really good thoughts there. And then the next episode, we will go through the rest of the book, which is was the talents and the mechanicum, right? Yep, and then we've also got the next sort of five episodes of um, the Age of Darkness podcast going over it, which is going to be awesome. And don't worry, don't worry. We will go through the book sometime in the future when we all have the book, have a read through, read through, and basically 
realized which angle we're going to take on it because there are 10 other podcasts that are going to do exactly the same thing. So that's a really nice way of saying if anybody's got a copy that they can scan and send us pictures of, we'll do that right no, no, away. Scan. If anyone have a spare copy of the book, I'm really grateful if you were to send it to me. <laughs> subtle, Chris. Subtle. Well, it's worth a, it's worth a try, isn't it? Uh, this is true. This is very true. Um, so yes, there is the Inferno book. We will be doing our own version, the coverage of about it, and we will be going through. We'll find our own way to have some fun with it, which I think is important. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a whole lot of fun to go through. So Inferno, the uh, the next level up, the next uh, power creep, however you want to look at it. It lives. It exists. It's on our uh, it's on our radars. So we will see what happens. And I don't think there's much more to actually go through right now before we go off to our main part of the evening. And that tonight is we're going to be talking about GothCon, one of the oldest and biggest convention gaming conventions here in Sweden. And we're going to have uh, Matthias uh, Johansson. If you, want to correct, if you want the correct pronunciation, it will be in the next segment. Or you could do it not be such a, such a colossal <laughs> Swede. <laughs> Actually pronounce it for me. Matthias Johansson. Right. What Chris just said. Um, Matthias will be in the, our next uh, in the segment as we talk all about GothCon. We talk about the event itself, a little bit of the history, and more importantly, we focus down on the 30k aspect of what is a growing scene, uh, where it connects into, what they're planning on doing in the future, and all other good stuff like that. So, I think we will be right back after this break. Love! 
we're back and our main topic today is going to be about the the first of the con series with uh, heresy heresy flavorings and much much more because we're going to talk about that as well um that is going to be goth con and that is coming up this year on the Easter weekend, I do believe, and we'll get the proper details from the man himself. I'll get this evening, and I apologise because I'm probably going to butcher your name. Uh, it's uh, Matthias Johansson. Close enough? Uh, Johan? Close enough. Oh, Johansson is close enough. Johansson. Yeah. Okay, like I said, I'm the designated, <laughs> I'm the designated foreigner, foreigner on this, so I'm, I'm designated to say every name wrong to start off with. And then we're good to go from there. So, Matthias, we'll stick with that because that, that works. Welcome to uh, the yeah, Brangian Heresy. Good. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. You're the first person who said that in a long time, and that includes us, so that's a good thing. I like the sound of that. Um, <laughs> it's, I think it's really important for us to start off at, 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 start off at the beginning, as they say. Um, tell me, tell me about yourself. Tell us, tell tell our listeners about about Matthias who you are, what your, what your sort of gaming influence is, what you've been into, all that sort of jazz, so we can get a picture of what sort of leads us into how you've gotten into GothCon and how things have gone from there. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll try to summarize this a bit, but uh, I got my first role-playing game when I was 11 in 1984. So I started with the role-playing pen and paper and uh, did have been doing that uh, so since then basically mm -hmm. and in uh, I think 1994 I met some people playing uh, Epic and uh, Rogue Trader I think uh, so I started painting uh, these little uh, figurines yeah. and I realized that I was fun both painting and playing so I expanded on uh, my epic army until I had about 25,000 points of Imperial Guard so but that, in that included a few titans so <laughs> sorry I just I just see a sea of miniatures and just oh oh the, the, yeah, the crazy I, I usually filled I usually filled my deployment zone and uh, it was a good thing that I was the one with the artillery. So <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was. I bet it was. Oh man! So that that's a that's a hell of a step into the game. Yeah, it took a few years to to get to that uh, size, but then then I sized up to the 30 millimeter range and uh, started playing Dark Angels, uh, Imperial Guard, and Tyranids. Uh, basically, so I've got three armies there, in the 40k range. Nice. Uh, but a few years ago, I found that uh, the I think sixth edition rules wasn't that fun, and all those uh, formations and stuff uh, needed to buy too much new gear. It was uh, too much competition in the tournaments, I think. Mm -hmm. For my taste, anyway. Uh, so, I sort of uh, stopped playing for a bit. And then I found 38 because they were, well, cool models. And uh, a few friends asked if I wanted to play and so on. But I, uh, well, 
I didn't for a few years because uh, I, I didn't want to spend more money on a new gaming system. Yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> yeah, but still, I, I fell for the temptation, so I, now I sit here with uh, an Iron Warriors army, the Fourth Legion. Represent Fourth Legion. Represent. Okay. Now, now here's my important yeah. question. I had many questions up until you mentioned the Fourth Legion. Loyalist or traitor? Traitor, naturally. <sighs> a true Doing brother. Loyalist. True brother. Well, well uh, yes, loyal to the fo- loyal loyal to the war master. Let's let's be uh, fair. Everyone else is tra- traitor. This is tr- yep. So, Chris, with your custom yeah. marines and whatever else, you're you're outnumbered tonight. This is a good thing. Oh my poor, poor Imperial fists. So, well, I, hear you, I hear you crying there, Christopher. I, I really hear you trying to shed a tear of something. They're they're up for a fisting. Oh, yeah. well, it sounds like a tale as old as time, there, Matthias. It really does. Uh, <laughs> boy falls in love with the game, for you know, graduates to the bigger scale. Realizes that the uh, when it all costs numpties are ruining the game. Falls out of love with the game. Gets tr- gets t- introduced to new new temptress that is uh, 30k and is sucked back in, like uh, like the best of us into uh, into the resin master race. I guess is the the sort of the tone well, we can go with. I guess. Uh, well, we're, we're yeah, getting but, uh, getting diluted <laughs> by plastic. This is true. Yeah, I, I actually prefer the the plastic. I, I like the plastic boxes. It's a good stepping stone for this, creating a 30k army. And, it really is. Uh, it really is. And, and uh, I think it's great quality for plastic. Oh, it totally uh, is. Detailed models and so on. So I, I uh, would not uh, dissuade anyone from buying the plastic. No, I jest. I, I truly jest when I say that. But it is. Uh, it, it's nice to see you come to uh, to be brought back into the fold by uh, by the love that is uh, that is good, honest gaming. Um, I, well, I, I'm going to ask because you know I'm selfish and I want to know these things. What brought you to the Fourth Legion? Well, uh, they're very pragmatic now, isn't it? And mm-hmm. they are not uh, well demon worshipping scum like the world bearers, and they are not. And I actually wanted to paint a different color from uh, dark green or or the. Uh, Military drab colours of, of the uh, Imperial Guard. So that, that's I chose those this. are really good reasons to paint on our new army. Yeah. So I'm actually looking into, uh, in in the future, I might uh, go for a Blood Angels army as well because I I like their their 30k uh, colour scheme. Yeah, they're very nice. I always wanted to do uh, like a shattered legion, blood angels, and uh, empress children, just because you know it, it sort of feels right in some way. Yeah, but oh, the, that, there's that, a that's prob- a clash of colors there, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but also they're very you know artistic, flamboyant kind of. Would be like a, some sort of you know uh, Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's be fair. Freddie, let's be fair. None, that entire army, when played, wouldn't get past its first mirror. A mirror, <laughs> somebody would just have to put a mirror up in front of it, and the army would be screwed. It would go nowhere. They'd be preening. Nothing would happen. Yeah. 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 
And that's you're not the uncle, you're not disagreeing with me on this point. Fine, I just thought I'd throw no. some shade on the shade on that idea. And no, no, totally right. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I can live with that. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, well, good choices. Good choices for coming to the fourth. It's uh, it is surprisingly one of the most popular legions out there. Uh, and I say surprising because there are, uh, are a wealth of legions out there, and uh, it seems to be that the fourth picks up a, a lot of followers, which again I absolutely love. So never a problem. Um, I think it's because of their uh, great stories and uh, that well people love artillery so (laughs) and and they kind of have like a tragic story similar to the thousand sons but like in a different way yeah yeah without being uh, complete uh, pricks about it like the the night lords (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah the the evil skin your face off and wear it as a cloak boys who just have have issues I think it's fair to say they have issues. <laughs> Are you sure? I, I would like to. Uh, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure they have. But they have issues. I'm not saying that, that they're that, wrong. That, I'm just saying they might have loyalist issues. Propa- loyalist propaganda, mate. Yeah, but they, they have issues. I mean, they can't seem to put themselves on point these days. They have no idea where they're going. They just seem to be rambling everywhere and not doing anything useful. Candace, or you? <laughs> I'm, excuse you. Just because I'm not, just because I'm not, just I'm not behind a wall, Christopher. The fourth, actually, all all the Iron Warriors uh, have some sort of coherency, even in the 40k universe. So they they stick together for about 10,000 years. This is true. So it's the combined bitterness. And they also used to have a pet uh, warlord titan until one of the warsmiths stole it and crashed it in a. Siege. Yeah. Yep. I thought I thought you were talking about Perturabas when we implant tried to implant it into Fulgrim's head, but you know. But that was that's, that's a warhound. Oh yeah, like I said, I, that's what I thought you were talking about. I misheard you. You know, I apologise. Yeah. Let's that, move that on. That was just jealousy. Just jealousy. Yeah. True. So, Matthias, t- tell us before we sort of delve into the direct heresy angle on what we're going to be talking about tonight. Give us, uh, give me, give me. And to those who are listening here internationally and who aren't part of the, the established GothCon scene, give me the, the idiot's guide, the 101 guide to GothCon itself. How long? What's it about? Just just tell me about GothCon as if I'm quite literally needing to pop my cherry and come up to this uh, this uh, con for the first time. Well, to, to start with, uh, we have done GothCon once before. Mm-hmm. And we have linked it with another uh, convention called... Uh, Boros Spielkonvent, which you can never pronounce, probably. So oh, good just God, no. B- BSK. <laughs> yeah. BSK is good enough. So, um, we started last Easter uh, with a, well, smallish, um, com- non-competitive game uh, idea. We wanted to uh, have 30k represented on GothCon because there is about 100 120 uh, 40k players who who has a uh, well big tournament going on one of mm-hmm. the biggest in Sweden so we wanted to have the, th- the 30k on site uh, well since uh, we live here in Gothenburg and uh, they've got a great venue there's lots and lots of visitors so we wanted to show the hobby and we wanted to have uh, friendly games with 
people. So we created a narrative campaign, basically. Uh, mm -hmm. So we have a story where the missions uh, and the result of the battle sort of builds th towards the next battle. And we, we have uh, a story of the day, basically. So when, when it's all done, we, we round it off with what happened. Mm -hmm. So what seemed to be uh, have become a success uh, at Gothcon people were quite happy I think and so we we uh, uh, went on and, and uh, did the same thing basically in BSK we added another member to our staff mm -hmm. I think you have had him on your show before uh, Eric Orman Oh, we love Mr. Eric. He is a he is a friend of the show, and yeah. uh, he is very much a driving force behind uh, 30k Sweden as well. Uh, yeah, that's correct. And uh, he lives in this town uh, next to ours, basically. So we we combined our conventions, and the mm -hmm. 30k game is uh, running across conventions, basically. So uh, this year we will have the first of three. Uh, in a series of three uh, battles on Icar 4 or that, that system at least mm -hmm. uh, with, which is a build up narrative uh, story so we'll have the first one this is a little bit uh, new mm -hmm. we last uh, Gothcon we just had uh, that day planned we, we didn't plan to, to do this again, but we, we thought it was fun, so we, let's do it again. And this time we have a three-part story. Cool. So uh, it will be a build-up and uh, intensify over the, the conventions. Nice. But we actually uh, had a little bit of a zero... Um, uh, can I say that? Sounds like a word, right? Sounds uh, like a word. It sounds, sounds good. Yeah. yeah, we can roll with that. We'll yeah. make it work. Yeah. It's a zero th episode at the BSK convention because that was in another system called mm -hmm. uh, Ghost of Theron, but the, the winners there were the loyalists and they will come to Gothcon with a little bit of an advantage. Boo uh, hiss. Yeah. <laughs> they, they deserved it. They, they won uh, good and proper so they could loot the uh, treasures of Theron and bring those uh, relics to the table in uh, Ikab. That sounds pretty awesome. Um, what I was going to say, it's just hold, holding there for a second, because I mean that sounds. We're going to go into that in more detail because I'm looking forward to this. But the convention itself, Gothcon, yep. the convention. Tell me a little bit about that, and tell me about what it what it sort of encompasses, what it's all about. Well, it's Sweden's oldest, I think, gaming convention. It's uh -huh. on the forty-second run this year. Wow! Uh, it's actually on the forty-first because they skipped number thirteen, but that's another story. <laughs> uh, I've been, yep, I've been on a quite a few of these uh, playing role-playing games uh, doing LARPs uh, participating in, in the tournament, both epic at one time uh, 
mm-hmm. uh, a long time ago, and uh, the 40k tournament. And uh, basically, it's a all-around gaming convention. It is normally about or just under 2,000 visitors, and it's always in the Easter weekend. So mm-hmm. it's uh, possible to get there a little bit early. It's held in a big school. You've got uh, rooms for gaming all over, and they've got their own uh, food court and so on. So cool. It's, it's a really big show. So yeah. it's uh, we we just do our little bit, which will be 20 people, and I'm not envious of the other guys who has to arrange for 2,000. So. Uh, normally you have uh, uh, board games, role-playing games, and tabletop games, and uh, you have an auction as well, and and, and a few uh, painting competitions and so on, in a very small scale. Mm-hmm. So that's the Gothcon convention. Uh, it, it itself also has, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good, good uh, convention, I think, because it, it has a low threshold, so you can go, come there, do nothing if you like, or you can go to the food court where you also can rent a game for an hour or so and play uh, Robo Rally or whatever they've got uh, for the day, mm-hmm. and uh, just start out with this hobby or something like it. So it's. Uh, Friendly for new newcomers, and it has uh, quite advanced games as well. So they normally, I think, have the Swedish Masterships or even something bigger than that uh, in diplomacy uh, yearly. So that's a big competition. A few board gamers that locks themselves in and in uh, in a room on one day and, and emerges on Sunday. Uh, oh. no, no, not so friendly anymore. It's <coughs> the game to break friendship forever. Yeah. Oh. But but it, they they uh, actually do this uh, annually, and it's a. Uh, I think they have great fun. Uh, <laughs> at least some of them. Oh, that's. Uh, I, I hate to say this, but all I can think of is the smell in that room. When they come out, they sort of break the seal and just the the wafting smell. Oh. Well, they they have had uh, good uh, locations with a fair amount of air conditioning. So okay, that's, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. that's good yeah, to the, know. It's the smell of all the dead bodies and the backstabbing that's been going on. <laughs> yeah. Are you trying to suggest yes, there's something there, Freddy? There's a really really slippery floor there. At least it uh, wouldn't be as bad as if it w- would be a weekend of basically just playing Monopoly, because that would actually kill people. That, that would involve yeah. murder. Yeah, that yeah. would seriously involve murder. Only if there was family. <laughs> yes. True enough. True. Okay, so that's so a general. That, as I say, that's a pretty good overview of what GothCon is, and it's it's been going for a while, which. I had no idea it'd been going that long. I really hadn't, as again, as the the, the noob in the group right now. Um, yeah. So let's let's hop back to the heresy. Uh, you've talked about the the sort of the linking over the three events, the sort of the the narrative kickoff at uh, BSCO last year. Um, yep. 
tell me which would tell tell me how it's going to run through the the uh, the cons. Uh, you know, are we going? Are we talking like GothCon, BSCon, and then GothCon again next year, or do you have another another con you're tying the narrative into, or how's that working? Uh, we, we will stick to the West Coast cons, so um, uh, it will be uh, uh, GothCon, BSK, GothCon again. I think we are not decided on that. It might be that we have some sort of middle play on BSK and just yeah. have the Ica campaign on GothCon, but it, it's not decided when yet. Uh, it depends a lot on uh, the players or, or the people coming to to visit our game yeah so we, we will try to accommodate their needs and, and wishes to, to a great extent awesome well uh, so basically guys you know you're coming along show interest that this will become more and be awesome like like it's 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 how it grows this is how the the hobby grows um, yeah so we need to sort of see that happen yeah all about the particip- participation, I think, is the yeah. uh, and the words. Now, I've attended both. Uh, well, I attended GothCon, the first one, and then I yep. attended the BSK, and it was fucking a blast. And I had super fun. It was awesome, and it was like uh, heaps of nice players, and it's like super fluffy, and it's really friendly and super fun. So I can recommend it. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that, also, sounds, that sounds pretty damn good. A practical thing with the both BSK and uh, Gothcon is that uh, the conventions are placed uh, in in the city center or really close to them, so it's very easy to get a hotel room, or you can uh, spend the night on the the location itself. But then you need to bring a, a inflatable bed or something like that. But uh, if you want to live fairly comfortable, you can do that within walking distance from the convention so if you travel a long way to co- get here that's not a problem really that's just time and money <laughs> which isn't it always <laughs> yeah no, if totally you spend all, all your money on, on resin then you can't come <laughs> or if you if you spend all your money on resin you've got to wink at the truckers and try and uh, get yourself a, a, a good ride up yeah, you just wear your best demonet cosplay outfit and stand next to the <laughs> tell Freddy where you and tell Freddy where you're waiting and he'll come and pick you up. That's yeah, yeah. that's also an option. Yeah, it's it's like we know you or something, Freddy. I don't know. Maybe. 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 Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So let's let's bring it down a step again and let's actually yep. look into the event. This year's Gothcon, thirty K Heresy. Tell us about it. What's happening? How's it? How's it organised? Let's go. Let's go through the step by step. What's the the sort of the overall organisation, the game layouts? What, what's the plan with that? And then we'll go into a bit more detail about what what you're looking for in armies and that sort of stuff. Well, uh, we will be playing on uh, ten tables, uh, so we'll have place for or space enough for uh, twenty players at a time. Uh, we will have. Uh, uh, campaign reward tactics as we have had uh, the earlier cons as well so if a unit survives from one game to the next they can pick uh, a tactic so they basically gain 
uh, veteran skill. Awesome. <laughs> uh, but you can't have uh, more than one campaign veteran skill at one unit. If you, but you can have if you're playing with veterans, for example, or seekers or something like that. You can add on to what you already have from your uh, 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 list in the book. Okay, cool. So if if you use uh, sniper veterans, you can also give them outflank from our campaign list or something like that. Ooh. So you can build uh, uh, interesting combinations, but we have also uh, noticed that uh, units that have accu accumulated a bit of these uh, skills uh, <laughs> will will die <laughs> in <laughs> games. So it's not really that they not are not likely to be able to be rewarded once more even though you can't use you can you can overwrite your reward tactic if you show fearless and you uh, rather have furious charge uh, then you can uh, exchange them after another game you have survived but you can't okay. have another one Okay, so it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's, there's always one there, but it's uh, you know you you can play around you can play around with them after each um, it, after it, each it, one. Cool. Yeah, with a unit that survives that. Yes. Well, but yes, my, there there is the whole surviving thing. That's kind of the, important. My my veteran tactics lasted usually for one one game, and the next game they were killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hey guys, we learned something. Bang. Oh. Yeah, it's a self-sorting system. So. Yeah, <laughs> And uh, this year we will uh, have uh, a zone mortalis table for people to play when they don't have any, anything else to do. We think last year we brought one, but no one was interested. So we'll see if if there is an interest for it. We were too uh, busy playing games, though. Yeah, exactly. But no, no one wanted. Uh, uh, we we had armies uh, for visitors basically, so no no one looked into that. They thought there was display only. Uh, but we were busy and had fun anyway, so uh, not not problem for us really. Um, <laughs> a little less to worry about organising and yep. uh, a happy problem to have, being yep. busy and having to do all that stuff. Yeah, and that, then we will have. Uh, uh, two and a half thousand points uh, of loyalists or traitors. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's we have had people complaining that it's too few points, and uh, we have listened to that, and then we discarded those ideas to do erase the points entirely because we will have uh, <laughs> wanted to to fit into a time frame. Basically, and yep. uh, we have point enough to bring a fell blade, so people should be happy anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jens can get his uh, cheeky glaive in that one. Can he fit a cheeky glaive in that one? Yep. Yeah, he can. So he can have his casual glaive. That'll yep. make him a happy bunny. So. That's also a good way to have it, the glaive destroyed. So. True, very true. But um, you know. It's too easy to keep the egos happy for a few minutes. I personally think that uh, two and a half k could be quite a, quite a perfect for this kind of event, since the focus is on the story. 
Yeah, we, we think that's uh, quite enough. We were toying of the idea of having uh, uh, an increasing amount of points with the f- last uh, Gothcon, but that was uh, discarded to, fav- to just have two and a half t- thousand points in all. So you could have an escalation set of, of games. So this yeah. year we will be playing little fewer missions. We will have uh, Son Mortalis on the Friday evening and we will have the main event on Saturday. Inst- mm-hmm. Last year we were all, ev- everyone was real tired after two intense days of gaming. So that was, uh, people were a bit uh, cross-eyed in the end. <laughs> that that sounds like everything when it comes down to um, comes down to ten days of gaming. One way or the other, you you start looking at each other weird, and you know it gets all types yeah. of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we will. I, I don't know what to tell you anymore because we want to keep a few secrets as well. <laughs> well, we don't want you to give it. We don't want you to give away. The, the shop because I mean you've, you've talked about it I mean we're talking so Mortalis on the Friday um, is it just so Mortalis on the Friday evening or can you play pick up games there as well or we so will if, have if I come along and Chris comes along and I actually want to kick his um, kick one of his armies in the teeth hopefully I can do that is that is that possible yeah. or yes do- we, we will not have any uh, arranged games or some anything tying into the campaign but if you okay. bring your armies on, on Friday night and want to full, uh, play a full sp- uh, uh, full-size game. We will have uh, our tables out, uh, so uh, it'll be quite possible to to kick someone's ass or get your ass kicked, depending. Yeah, uh, so. that's diplomatically put there. You're very well, very well put there. Yeah. Yeah, one so. of us is going to get our ass kicks, and it'll probably be me. Um, <laughs> but that's a, that, that's for another part of the uh, that's for another part of the the, the uh, podcast to, to for me to lament about that. Um, and I've just uh, taken the plunge while we're actually reading and put myself going to the event, so I will be there. Uh, that's excellent. Yeah, uh, I will be there. Have no fear. <laughs> uh. About two weeks before the event, we want to have the the armies sent in, uh, so we can uh, control uh, points and uh, see that the arms are legal. We have been mm-hmm. quite lax with that before. We had uh, technically illegal armies in BSK, but uh, <laughs> oh, n- not not what? No, it wasn't me. No, I it mean, it wasn't. wasn't. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. Uh, but we had an army which didn't benefit from this uh, basically so it was composed in a way that it broke a, a simple rule you couldn't bring a lord of war with the delegatus but it didn't improve mm-hmm. on the army as such aha uh-huh, I got you yeah so uh, but we, we prefer if people uh, bring fully legal t- lists <laughs> and then I will go through them and uh, toy about a bit. And uh, some people might get uh, their first list rejected because they have missed something and so on. But we think most people in in this hobby are quite good at following uh, their own lists at least or building. 
good lists that are not only for competition but also have uh, interesting units. Yeah, I think I think that's a very fair statement. I think that's that's one of the uh, great things about the uh, the 30k universe. Um, the 30k play, uh, players is that uh, fluff fluff wins out and fluff, fluff and, and fun win out over you know casual glaze or casual spartans of 1500 point lists and stuff like that um, right Freddy no exactly it's exactly. all about the fluff it is uh, that's a being, being that point uh, can you sort of give us a, a bit of a a breakdown, or uh, just tell us a little bit about the the fluff of the the system and and how the you know you, you talked about it earlier on about the sort of the loyalists winning out at the BSK event and then bringing in-game benefits over from that. Um, yep. Can you sort of tell us a little bit more about the story as it stands and how it's coming forward? Well, we are progressing through the heresy a bit. Uh, mm -hmm. We have changed location from uh, the Galactic North. Uh, to uh, uh, well further east, we are still in the galactic north, uh, north of Macrag and Kalf, and uh, are looking into a secret army reserve for the Ultramar worlds. So the the we are not quite in the Imperium Secundus, but uh, yeah. So you're close to the 500 worlds, or you like borderlining, sort of like, uh, what was that, Angron's world, sort of thing? Amatura. Uh, not uh, Amatura. No, no, not Amatura, they're fucking... Nikeria, or something like that. Nyseria. Niberia. Nyseria. Yeah, there you go. I was close. You were close. Yeah. JP JP is currently ro sorry sorry, but JP is currently rolling over in his grave at the moment about what we're saying. Well, he's not even dead, but he's rolling over in his bed in Canada right now, going, "Oh my God, they're getting the fluff wrong." Yeah. Um, Read the so, trip. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, Matthias, please carry on. It's just uh, yes, yeah. our, our usual troublesome banter. Yeah, but uh, uh, we will be be sending out uh, this uh, fluff. Uh, further on as well so it'd be possible to read it if you will read your uh, booklet on the convention or if you read it in, in a known social uh, media channel mm -hmm. <laughs> where, where you can find the links then then you can have it all uh, uh. but basically uh, after Kalf uh, the Iker 4 has been in decline Lots of the preparations done by uh, Robut uh, has uh, been, uh, well, siphoned off into other uh, battlefields. So, yeah, so there's some there's some uh, shenanigans going on there. Yeah. Lord of the Five Hundred Worlds, my backside. Lord yes. of the, wherever we need it right now. Sounds more right. Yeah, but uh, still, uh, Iker is still a night world, so there's a few <laughs> hundred night pilots uh, walking around there, hoping for glory. A few hundred. <laughs> a few hundred. Yeah. I like how you just drop that in yeah, casually. Yeah. There's a yeah, few hundred. Do they have enough night suits to sort that shit out? <laughs> it's a mustering world, so they are not uh, born a race there, so... 
Ah, I was going to say, it's uh, it's either that or it was um, sounding like Stalingrad, you know, one night chassis but two pilots. If one goes down, the other one jumps in. The one in the night chute, the other one (laughs) (laughs) The other one runs along with with the ladder so he can get in if anything happens. Oh, well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, are we ruining this for you, Christopher? Are we not taking this seriously enough? Yeah, you are, but still... Yeah, sorry, Matthias. Please carry on. We, we, he, we, no, no, just... he has realised that he will be the one running after us. Oh crap! I have to yeah. paint my knight. <laughs> yeah, 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 and paint your knight. Uh, bring your knight. It's a, it's a good thing. Um, oh, I shall. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, that that's the basic fluff of it. Uh, it was uh, lots and lots of military there before, and now it's less, but it's still. Um, well, high presence of military forces. So it's it, as you say, it's a mustering world. There's still a lot of muster going on there, but not as much because it's it's sort of been redirected within the 500 world. So it's uh, yeah, it's not in dire it's not in dire straits, but it's most definitely not in the in the condition it's been. Correct. And, um, that's sort of where the the forces of uh, the Good guys and the um, the fools who follow the loyalist emperor um, sort of find themselves rocking up to when trying to resolve um, whatever's going on. Yeah, we, we will have um, so, some presence on the planet, and we will have uh, uh, loyalist players who will be able to uh, play those parts. Mm-hmm. So we will be happy for, to have solar axilia players and night players and so on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Has to happen. Has to happen. I'm, I'm 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 getting more and more excited and looking forward to this now. And I'm just going to start trolling through all the information on um, on the Facebook event. And have no fear, we will make sure there are links to this in our show notes, and we'll make sure we put them out on our podcast page as well, as long as we you know remember. Or at least one of us remembers. At least as long as yeah. I remember, that is. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. That's what we're talking about. Thanks, Christopher. Glad to know that you're you're on the case here because, you know, I, I, I'm the one who organises this stuff again and I'm, I'm going to be editing this at some point. So, yeah, I need someone who knows what they're actually doing when it comes to digital media and things. Um, so that's, that's a really good sort of fluff starting point. It gives everybody some sort of flavour. As you said, it's going to be filled out a lot more in the, the sort of player pack handbook that comes along with the event and you know it's really good that people take that sort of stuff into consideration and look to build a force that will work with that uh, are you doing is there anything special um, in regards to like the the actual nuts and bolts of an army list like the force organization charts anything like that that people should know like ahead like no leviathan organization charts stuff like that is there anything in particular that stands out that we should know about, or? Yeah, we we will not uh, allow a Leviathan chart. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so uh, that's that's, uh, and we have uh, a few other uh, possible charts. I think I can't mm-hmm. find it in my notes at the moment. Ah, it's okay. I mean, it's going to be in the the handbook, but yeah. It, it will be, and um, uh, we have will have uh, different campaign rules uh, 
and uh, repeating a few campaign roles we had last time, basically. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So for those that have played already, you've got a rough idea of what's coming. For those who are coming along for the first time, the information is going to be there and it's going to be a lot of fun to get into. Yeah. So I am personally, I'm very much looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, so let's have a look here. And I think you've already touched on what's going to happen in the future. Um, as in you, you sort of tying up the next sort of this GothCon next BSK and then GothCon again so you kind of give an idea of what's going to happen uh, but can you sort of go into a little bit more about the future about what's going to happen what do you have planned maybe do you want to you know, in regards to the actual physical um, structure and requirements for the um, for the event are you going to go bigger are you going to go smaller split it up that sort of stuff what's the sort of plans uh, that is not settled yet but uh, we might uh, go slightly bigger, uh, mm -hmm. possibly 3,000 point armies or something like that, because we think that might still fit within a day with a few games of that. Uh, but we haven't decided on those physical limitations yet. Last time we had only uh, one, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Force organizations uh, chart, uh, yep. chart uh, available. The the Age mm -hmm. of Darkness chart. This time yep. we'll have a few more. So we are expanding slowly a little bit on on mm -hmm. stuff. So we Just basically so adds we we add on a little at a time uh, mm -hmm. to uh, wean people into this. Uh, Sounds good. So, but. We are basically doing this to have fun and bring joy and happiness to other people coming there to roll dice and move about in very expensive plastic pieces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very expensive plastic and really expensive resin pieces. Um, yep. So yeah, no, that sounds absolutely awesome. I mean, I th I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, Chris, have you got anything you want to? I mean, you you you've been uh, a GothCon veteran. Uh, well, as you say, you've been to a couple of the events. Um, I'm guessing. Well, actually, I'm not sure. Was that primarily 40k stuff that you did, or was that just in other parts of the uh, um, the goth conference? It's been 40k. It's been War Machine, and it's been role-playing games, and it's yeah. been chatting with people, basically, spending money in the vendor hall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, vendor hall, you say? Yep. Yeah, I've got a few shops as well there. I forgot to mention them. Uh-oh, who, who have we got coming along? Well, it's usually game stores like Alpha Spill and smaller game stores as well. More niche game stores. Yeah. Awesome. So there's a, it is it is a, a, a very jam-packed con experience then. You can always find the second-hand stuff that's, that's rare as... Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I remember last time there was this dude, he, he put up a booth and then he had like all the original Rogue Trader Land Raiders, like he, he's still in freaking plastic wrapped in boxes and he was selling them like a thousand kroners a pop, that's a hundred bucks a pop, American Americanos, and he had like even the dual pack, you know, when you could buy two Land Raiders together, oh, oh fuck, I was so tempted, I went there like 
every single day for like three days and I was just picking it up, smelling it, touching it, caressing it, stroking it over my naked body. Uh, until usual. it got a bit until yeah, the usual stuff until it got a bit started to think I was I was weird and took it all back. <laughs> you think? <laughs> and even uh, like rogue traded blister packs and shit. Oh. So tempted. So tempted. Where's, where's my land raider, Jody? Give it to me now. It's uh, it's currently in Airslope, so have no fear. You can have it at um, MKA. Uh, I want to caress it, feel it. Yeah. I can send you. I can send you lovingly teasing pictures if you'd like me to. I'm going to hear that later. Let's, let's <laughs> <laughs> time for this, no? Do, do a land, land raider strip tease, maybe? No? Okay, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, that, I mean, I think I think we've pretty much covered it, unless you guys have got, uh, unless Freddy or Chris has got anything else you want to sort of uh, ask Matthias about, or if there's anything else we want to talk about. No, not really. Like, uh, I can nothing more than recommend going to GothCon. So fucking go there! It's awesome. Like it's it's like I actually um, I've started because I'm I'm one of the one that keeps complaining that people don't read the player packs. So I've actually started <laughs> to do them, and I've read the like I read the BSK one, and I read the previous GothCon one, and like the story and the the effort you guys put into it, like with the background fluff, it's just it's fucking awesome. It, it really enhances the game. Yeah, I should really say that uh, the writing and the fluff is mainly uh, Niklas Öyhage who who creates that, who is the the driving factor behind the the fluff pieces, and he has uh, constructed uh, several scenarios as well. So he he is uh, he should have the the credit there. Uh, Erik Orman yeah. has been uh, uh, involved as well, and uh, I am sort of the, the face on site so if if it goes badly it's my fault and <laughs> if, if it goes well I need to say that uh, it, this was written by Nicholas so <laughs> and I, I, I sort of act like the the game master uh, at the con itself so I tell the story uh, from what I observe when you play yeah. and oh, I wow. have uh, have uh, between the games we have a little uh, talk about what happened uh, why one side won and what happened uh, and what will happen with the, the skills and so on so that uh, like that why, was why Mortarian got taken down twice by you know fucking nerfed the <laughs> Corex yeah S- stuff like that and uh, but um, Details the player contrib- contribute with, but I take the um, story around it, basically, mm-hmm. which creates the narrative. Sort of the uh, the the wizard who brings it all together in the the story and the mind of uh, of the players and sort of helps build the the or, or deepen the immersion, take them down the rabbit hole that a little bit further with explanations and helping them build the story uh, as they go along. Yeah, I, I try to, yeah. Don't say yourself short. If that's what you're doing, you're doing you, that's what you're out to do, and that's 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 very, very cool. I mean, I think that's uh, a, lo- a live input on the, on the fluff and how the story's going is something that we're seeing a lot now. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure 
everybody who listens to this has listened to things like the Eye of Horus and uh, the Radio Free S fan and what the guys are doing there with their events, especially a lot of lead on the um, the interactive narrative with the Eye of Horus, where they're doing you know doing stuff in their events and and stuff like this is what you know for people like myself who who love playing games usually get spanked at least one game in an event it's not there's there's, uh, there's not been a solid win win uh, zero loss streak for me so far um that just adds an, a whole extra element of uh, of fun to the to the event and really makes it that makes you, it makes you forget things that may not be going your way or um you know might be uh making things a little bit uh, unenjoyable so it's it's all good and, and I love the sound of that I really it do it also takes it beyond that mere game experience and make it like something that you're actually living something you take part in yeah not just oh and then I move this guy eight inches and then I roll a die and then I move this guy basically yeah I, uh, I forgot to mention Don't that we, we had actually a live update we had we have a whiteboard and markers so people can write every point they score in the last game and uh, Ooh, that, nice. that the live, live update is uh, people are on their toes all the time because the, the loyalist side fills on their points and the data side fills their points and you can sort of count off uh, who, who has got what and how it's going and uh, has been a bit of tension, I think, and I believe that was uh, one of the uh, parts that was quite liked by by the players last time. Yeah. Well, we, we ran the same at uh, Scandis, and people really enjoyed running up and writing the scores. Except for us traitors players at that time, because we were super depressed. <laughs> well, we we learned for the next time. And, and that's why I played the lawyer's side on BSK. Then I was super, yeah. super <laughs> oh, because you went for shiny glory, yeah, did you? Exactly. Then it felt so yep. good writing up points. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, Freddy. Fair enough. Yeah, now, we know how that one's coloured then. <laughs> so, oh man, that, that, yep. that, that's one of the mechanics, basically, that I forgot to mention. So, I, I think that's a nice touch to it. Yeah, no, that's, that was yeah. super funny at BSK. So that definitely is going to be funny at uh, GothCon as well. Yeah, I think it's going to be absolutely awesome. And, uh, yeah, very much, very much looking forward to it. It's going to be good. So I think, uh, again, I will say, unless there is anything else we want to touch points on, um, I think we've pretty much covered everything we can, apart from everybody get your backsides to GothCon and get playing I will I will be there uh, Chris will be there yep. am I right Chris now question is are you going to be playing 30k or are you there for other reasons both, uh, both. Uh, awesome no, so there will be myself and Chris <laughs> there will be myself and Chris there uh, we will be causing causing some degree of havoc because um, that's what we do or at least I do and uh, I promise I won't make your life too much too much of a problem, Matthias. I promise I'll do my best. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a pleasure having you on tonight. It really has. It's great to uh, to hear about GothCon and see where you guys are taking it. You've got a really good team, but uh, together there, 
and it's uh, it's it's going to be a blast to be part of it, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, thank you, and you're quite welcome. Remember, it's only 20 spots, so you need to uh, apply quite soon. We will uh, fix that uh, information on how to apply to this uh, and how to to uh, get in touch with us. Uh, there is a, a page you can uh, look up on on a known social media site. So mm -hmm. yeah, uh, it's called. Uh, 30k on uh, BSK and Gothcon, I think. Yeah, we'll make sure there's a link in the. Uh, uh, sure we'll make sure there's a link in the show notes on the web page, on the well, on the Facebook page, and yeah. all that sort of jazz. Yeah, and there we will have uh, uh, continuous updates. Yeah, oh, it's it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. I genuinely, genuinely cannot wait. That's going to be brilliant. Yeah, I'm jealous of you guys. Damn. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but we'll, we'll probably meet at... I moved back to Sweden. Yeah. But you will probably uh, be meeting me at Lincoln, though. Yep. Oh, you'll be... Yep, we'll all be there. <laughs> well, uh, Freddie... Freddie... Uh, yeah, all of us are there, aren't we? Freddie kind of has to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, Freddie kind of has to. I, 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 I just no more aiming at you and me, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. Well, brilliant. Thank you again. And thank you very much, Matthias. Yeah, and thank you for having me. And uh, continue this great show. We'll do. Uh, we'll do yeah. our best, and we'll try to get you on for a post. Uh, if we can't do, do anything beforehand, then we'll try and get you on for a post GothCon uh, roundup as well. And you know, maybe we can do some stuff as we preview the link into uh, BSK, and you know. I can I can lament how how badly it went for me and Chris can lament how badly it went for him and you know we can you know just talk about talk wax lyrical about how much fun the event was so that's 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 going to be a plan excellent going to have to do that yeah. awesome well that's, that I've said this about two or three times now that being the case we're going to head on out now to our wrap up and we're going to come back to you guys after this tune. <laughs>
Thank you to Matthias for coming on and talking about GothCon, all things con, all things heresy, and giving us a, a nice little preview, not just of what's coming up for the event itself, but the sort of future running over with uh, Boros and back to GothCon next year. So it's nice to see that uh, the bigger event series are taking more of an arc in their stories, don't you think, Freddie? Yeah, fuck yeah. And, uh, like, even, some people might think, like, oh, yeah, well, it's a. Uh a game event in Sweden um, like why would I care but actually if you want to get inspiration for for background and for fluff writing or you just, you just love reading stuff about you know Harry's history just go in and look at the play packs and read the backgrounds and stuff anyway because you, you'll you, the worst thing that can happen is that you'll get like a cool idea for a new army or you get a cool idea for what you're going to write up on OS 30k or how you're going to you know do a background story for your own army so fuck yeah. yeah please get in there get inspired if nothing else I love you say the worst thing the worst thing that could happen is, is starting a new army <laughs> it, yeah it's somewhere between the worst thing and the best thing but yeah <laughs> it's definitely something it's, it's maybe the most expensive thing we could start with that uh, the most yeah, expensive probably. thing is you, you start up a new army but yeah I mean it's, it's that sort of stuff's got just a wealth of information yeah, and, uh, that's and pretty like, awesome being a tournament organizer myself, I, I tend to, like, even on events that I'm not going to, like in the States or Australia or whatnot, uh, I still go around and, and I like, check out the players' packs. Yeah, I'm one of those weird guys. Um, <laughs> and, and look at, like, missions, ideas, and what's going on, you know, how are they thinking running about this, especially where, if it's a narrative event, because then, then, like, oh, this worked and especially if you go on the Facebook page and you get some feedbacks mm. after the event and it's like, oh, this mission... Uh, worked really well and this didn't work that well but you know if you tweaked it this way it would have worked really nice and then it gives me like oh but what about if I did it this way and then it kind of feeds my own events so yeah, yeah. so it's it's not just trying to push come and go to Gothcon but like get inspired run your own events and talk like listen to people that that run events and what they think about them it's like that, that that's the best way to get you know, kind of sponge up good ideas. This is so true. Yeah. So it's an, uh, another way of putting it is dudes stalking dudes looking for heresy ideas. Exactly. Um, <laughs> do it. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. If Freddie says it's okay, then, you know, um, you know where the base level is. You're all good. My bar is pretty high. <laughs> high enough that you trip over it, you mean? Uh, well, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's the rod. That's... That's not the bar. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough, then. <laughs> Glad we got that cleared out of the way for sure. Um, yeah, so, yeah, seriously, guys, go take a look at that. I mean, don't 
don't just take a look at the stuff that's going on here in Sweden. Um, it actually leads me nicely into something I wanted to do before we move on to our sort of main wrap and just give out uh, some shout outs to the sort of 30k podcasting and you know social media community at large um, because there is so much uh, such a wealth of information and resources out there I mean let's be fair if you're listening to us then you've listened to uh, some of the other big boys already so give a shout out to um, Tim and Mike the OG um, at the Eye of Horus JP Mark and Mr. Miles uh, from the Age of Darkness podcast sorry there's something caught in my throat from the Age of Darkness and of course Miles Little Legend Studios got to mention that um, and then we've got the uh, Sons of Heresy, we've got the Geno 5-2 and Miniature Realm Studios as well because uh, if you guys have taken a look on our Facebook page, or if you haven't you should do, go and have a look at our Facebook page, you can see a cracking uh, video that Freddy has put up of his uh, Emperor's Children and uh, part of that work has been done by Miniature Realms um, and it looks absolutely stunning. Um, also, Radio Free Istvan, uh, for all the all the sense and uh, requirements you need for actually building lists on the technical and, and knowledgeable part of it, um, you go see and listen to Michael and Ryan there. You've got uh, the man who was there from the beginning, Greg, Dan, and uh, Slayer Sword winner Neil Hollis at the Imperial Truth. Who else have we got, Freddie? Who am I missing? She's Initiative. Uh, did you say TFL? Uh, no, I didn't mention the Forgotten Legion themselves. Uh, that's right, that's the Forgotten Legion with Chris, Josh, Zach, and uh, well, Mike and Ryan, and you know the whole crew from Texas, basically. Um, yeah. uh, what about uh, all? There, there's not just podcasts. There's also videos. Did you mention the 30, them? No, the 30K channel. That's got to be shout that one out, David, and the 30K channel for sure. Um, there's also uh, Ty. Uh, WW40K um, if you go and have a look at that on YouTube you can see uh, a lot of decent um, videos running down there who else are we missing uh, oh. d don't lose your head not in heresy so on. yeah I suppose we should should mention the other <laughs> Swedish podcasts um, but you know we, we kind of want to toot our own trumpet a little bit before we get there um, so yeah there is a uh, Jens and Linus at uh, Northern Heresy and Nicholas and Morten at uh, Don't Lose Your Head there's uh, Max and well, look, yeah, Max and Paddy um, <laughs> over on the road to terror. Um, those boys over there, it's doing well. Manchester, Manchester lads, my old stomping ground up there. And then we've got the uh, newest ones on the block, which is uh, Spacemen with Guns. Um, they're up and about, and I haven't had a chance to listen to them myself. And I think we've got to give a shout out to um, Kenny. Yep. As sure. well, Kenny Mr. Mr. Kenny Lull, the the man we all uh, all love, because he doesn't have to do some absolutely cracking podcasts. Yeah, pop my podcast cherry. <laughs> Is it he popped your cherry? Did he? Yeah, when he did that interview about uh, Sweden 30k. Really? Yeah. I did not that, know that. That, that was I did my not know that. first first step to fame. See, combat or, phase. Or, this is or, what you do. Yeah, or infamy, or whatever you want to look at it. Well, yeah, I'm not exactly sure where we go on that one, yeah. but uh, yeah, man. It's, uh, so there's a nice, nice long list of podcasts, YouTube channels where you can go and get some 30k inspiration. And like Freddie said, 
go out there, find out some cool stuff, uh, take an idea from here, take a, take a, a player pack from there, take a mission from one of the events they're running, and just use that as inspiration for game for your you know game at your local gaming club. That would be pretty awesome. You know, re- recreate the battle of Geigenhive or um, you know Stiff Two or something along those lines. See what you can mm. get done, basically. And uh, I think that kind of also, I'm, I'm doing pretty well here with my segues tonight. Um, segues <laughs> nicely, I'm not doing them subtly, but at least I'm getting there. Um, helps us segue nicely into uh, our sort of main part of the wrap-up, which is where we start talking about the events that are going on in and around Sweden and the rest of the world. So let's start off with the, the big one, the one that's happening whole year round, and that is the Global Campaign. And that's being run through um, Oz30K and Facebook and a whole other Lotus places. Do you want to give us a bit of a rundown on that one, Freddie? Yeah, well, basically it's a global campaign. It's going to be run for a whole year. And each month, it's kind of like the last one, so each month the different podcasts will uh, be responsible for driving the narrative forward, come up with missions, come up with cool stuff that's going around in the, help me pronounce this, the Golok sector. Yep. Well, maybe not. Is it? Hey, yeah, hang on. Did I, help, did, I just, did I just manage to help you pronounce something on a podcast where I keep getting screwed over for yeah, pronunciations? Fine. Well, look, it's, just... it's probably Gaelish or some shit, so you should know that. <laughs> okay, that's what it is. <laughs> so when it comes to Swedish pronunciations, you don't help because you don't know that shit, is what you're saying? Exactly. Okay, fair that's enough. Exactly I'm glad what we, I'm saying. I'm glad we got, we're getting our top gear yeah. bitching out of the way of this way as well. <laughs> anyway, so the Golic sector, uh, yep. and we'll... I think uh, the plan is to have a couple of different systems going around in the Golok sector, and uh, I know for one that we're going to try and link it in with our Scorpius event as well, as we kind yes, of we run, we're running it. Basically, we're running it the month before our yep. event, so it's going to nicely it. lead into it. Yep, we're running we're running our event in July. And we're going to be doing a double tie-in. So we're actually going to tie in directly with the next month, which is going to be done by Seize the Initiative. And we'll be tying it into our Scorpius event as well. Yeah. So all types of, uh, you know, folding it all in and meta play and all that sort of yeah, coolness. Yeah. We're so, yeah. just going to double penetrate that event like there's no tomorrow. Oh, you couldn't, you couldn't have put it any sexier, Freddy. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't have put you know. it any sexier. And right uh, now, the, the Eye of Horus boys are finishing off their month at the moment, if I remember rightly. Yep, that's correct. No, no, wait. Not Eye of yep. Horus. Wait, depends on when we're recording this. Are we recording well, still, it in real still, time or in We're still time? in February. We're still in February. Yep, let's go with we're still in February. We're going to be putting this out in real, real-ish time. Okay. I'm confused now. So it's not the Geno <laughs> 2.5 then? No, they get, they've got March. <laughs> okay. They've got next month. All right. So, yep, so, yeah. there's going on. And... As you could probably see on the webpage, there's been heaps of cool conversions for different uh, special narrative characters, and me, I, I myself is doing one. Uh, iterator, what's it called? Irit- iterator. Iterator. Yeah. An iterator. <laughs> two pronunciations. Check me out. <laughs> no, no, it's your, it's your night tonight. I had too much whiskey. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, but it's heaps of cool stuff going on. Uh, unfortunately, I've lost my game. To, to support this <laughs> event, but should happen. Fatty for Fulgrim, Fulgrim will yeah. rise again, and so on and, and so on. It will happen. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We're not worried. We're not worried. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes it just the dice gods aren't with you. It's exactly. just how it is. Sometimes you get a tiny warlord titan smacked into your head. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. <laughs> but that, that that doesn't kill you. Only makes you stronger. 
like a sniper bullet to your head and you just exactly. laugh, laugh it off and grow some massive cool uh, mega dildo snake body this is how it is that's how we roll that's how we roll roll <laughs> full grim style full grim style for life uh, <laughs> yeah so did we cover everything now I'm kind of confused. I think I think we've kind of tangented off far enough to say we've covered everything basically get on get involved look on the Facebook group if you can't find the Facebook group book group go look on the eye of horrors radio freest fan age of darkness go and look on any podcast page it's going to be linked there one way or the other um and if you're totally unsure come and look at our page because it will definitely be linked there and yeah the global campaign is going to be doing all things goodness for heresy for the upcoming year and beyond probably so i'm very much looking forward to seeing what we come up with yeah it's going to be cool as fuck so yeah, and as of as for this kind of the wibbly wobbly timey wimey way of uh, recording and editing and stuff, we are uh, actually recording ahead of um, Avari I Five, which is taking place this coming weekend. As of recording, that's the twenty fifth of February, and that's taking place in Malmo. And it's 24 players. There's uh, six spots per side, so Loyalist Traitor for the 1,500-point matches. And then there's the six spots for the uh, 2,500-point matches. Uh, again, Loyalist Traitor. As um, the Traitors push to try and take control of the surrounding Avarii system and expand out from Avarii uh, Secundus, uh, where the Loyalists hold um, Avarii Prime and you know try and build on that story it's going to be very cool I'm very disappointed personally I can't make it but life is life uh, because they're doing uh, the narrative um, character building for this uh, this year so I will just have to hop in on the next event and go from there and uh, it'll be whole lots of fun playing that and I'm I'm very much looking forward to it so good luck to the traitors you're going to kick ass and Um, while you're off at Avoriaing I'll be at Tumbacon which is the day after, isn't it? On the twenty sixth. Well, technically, it's on the twenty sixth, and no, twenty. What's it? Like the same weekend, except yeah, same I'll weekend. be there on the Sunday, which is the twenty sixth. Yep. And running a couple of, uh, well, a massive uh, multiplayer game just for you know a demo, and then I'll have a couple of summer tablet tables up there for people that want to you know get hot for heresy. Try it out. Oh, this is gonna be so awesome. The, the first hit is free, mate. Isn't it just? Yeah. Isn't it just? I remember you saying that to me all that time ago. The first one's free, and then I'm going, oh, yeah. you take credit, right? <laughs> yeah. I always take and credit, the, mate. Yeah. I, I just grind that, resting down, you know, divided with yeah. your credit card. Be a, yeah, take, a razor take the blade. Hit. It's all good. Put it <laughs> so on the mirror. Classic, classic 80s style. Yeah, just, like, just, just like everything heresy, classic 80s style, and, you know, it, it's, you know, could yeah. be worse. Rogue trader for life. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag road trade for life. Yeah, love okay. it. Um, so yeah, that's this coming weekend. So that's uh, Vario Five and then Tumbacon, and then uh, there is the international or the the you will become the second international man of or second or third international man of mystery, I should say, because we've got uh, one of the boys from uh, Gino. I think it's Tom um, who's coming over to the. Uh, SM Battle Reports with Jens, who is the original uh, international man of mystery when it comes to the heresy. Um, well, he is the man. He has travelled over to Durham. He's going to the SM Reports. He's kind of all over the all over the game playing map. Hey, I've been be... to the LVO. Doesn't all that right. count? Doesn't that all count right. Maybe you were the maybe you were the OG on that one. I don't know. I'm not sure on timelines these days. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's all satisfaction. The... 
you demand satisfaction. Well, you can slap uh, Jens across her face with whatever you want to have a fight with. I have no problem with that. Um, but you are going to be doing... Uh, we're going to have our Freddy Does Dallas or the Stiff Adepticon tour. Um, you know, Smokey and the Bandit, um, whatever you want to go with. It's going to be happening, and that's taking place across the middle of March. Do you want to tell the guys what you're going to, guys, guys, what you're going to be doing, bud? Well, first I'll go to Stiff 3 in Texas, or Victoria, uh, Victoria, Texas, to be more precise. And it's going to yep. be fucking amazing. I'm going to bring uh, my, the forces of perfection again. Uh, then I'll rock up, uh, I'll hit the train with the boys from uh, the the Texas boys up to Adepticon and where I'll uh, you know spoon with Ryan <laughs> and play oh, a he- yeah. heaps of heresy games it's going to be fucking amazing and you're going to be hooking up with um... oh I'll be hooking up <laughs> mate don't you worry about that oh I'm sure you will but we're, we're, not, we're not on the beer and hooker section here I'm talking about podcasts uh... no, hookers and blow mate hookers, <laughs> hookers and, blow. and blow sorry yeah you, you can drink by that point though can't you yes I can there we are then. So <laughs> it'll be the blow just to bring yourself back from all the drunkenness. Um, so exactly. there'll be <laughs> stabilising the system. Stabilising, yeah, stabilising the system one hit at a time. Um, so yeah, we've got uh, you guys are going to be hooking up with the, I believe, the Age of Darkness is going to be there. Um, those boys yep. will be there. I think yep. Greg from the Imperial Truth is over there as well. Um, I don't know if he's over for the 40k stuff or if he's doing heresy or whatever. Um, but I know that there's uh, he's going over, and I'm sure that, I think Kenny's going to be there as well. I'm not 100, percent but I think Kenny's going to be there. Yeah, Kenny's going to be there. I'm pretty sure all the American podcasts are going to be there, including the Canadian. Including the Canadians. Yeah, I've seen JP and yeah, Mark. JP and Mark. That's going to be awesome. So you're basically going to be doing a whole heresy road trip. At which point we will get some uh, recordings from out there. And we'll get trying to do our best to do a review of both the events and try and get some of our buddies from uh, Radio Free Isfan uh, or South Texas in Flames, you know, the Forgotten Legion boys to come on and do something about mm. Stiff. Yeah. And then we'll just see what we can pull together for uh, well, Adepticon uh, as well. Ho- hopefully I'll have a, a massive pickup game against uh, JP as well. Because uh, I've thrown down the gauntlet already. Like, it needs uh, to happen. Yeah. It, it needs to be sorted. Who is the best? Yeah, basically your models versus your models. Yeah, well, I guess. At least I didn't no, paint those models. Oh, that's true. But uh, is, everybody wondering what we're talking about. Painting. So he did them. He did them a favour, you mean? Yeah, probably. Well, they were painted back in the nineties, or something. <laughs> <laughs> and for anybody who's wondering what we're talking about, uh, JP has a fantastic uh, militia army, which has uh, a large number of Valhallans that uh, Freddie was able to contribute towards. So, uh, hence, that's why we're talking about. Uh, fighting his own models but uh, JP will not disappoint no pressure bud as um, I mean obviously I'm rooting for you Freddie in every match you play but uh, you know I, I just want to see a really good clean heresy fight from the two of you ah you know we always play clean well okay not really clean because I'm playing Empress Children but you know in a clean way anyway you can play in a vacuum and that's about as uh, safe <laughs> as it's going to be exactly Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. It'll be uh, good. Br- it'll be good. So it's going to be a cool time. And then after that, we have uh, Skirmish in uh, Scaraburg, which is... Uh, I can't even pronounce where this is. Um, it's being run by uh, Nicholas from the Don't Lose Your Head podcast. It's on the 25th to the 26th of March. Um, very cool-looking event. And 
it's uh, something you'll hear about on their podcast and we'll try and shout some more details out close to the date as well um, I think that's going to be a whole lot of fun uh, then we've got the first of our four event series this year that's the Varangian yeah. Heresy event series which is going to be the MKA painting course the boot camp masterclass uh, with the filthy first and only taking part in that and we're going to have an awesome time down here at uh, Farm Shack Barbecue and we're going to be doing a whole lot of uh, good stuff when it comes to learning how to uh, master the dark arts of um, how to master the dark arts of airbrush painting and generally being ultimate closers and um, we'll have Matt and Henry from the MKA group coming over there's going to be some gaming there's going to be some just general shenanigans and that's that's you know before we even consider doing any painting um, so it's going to be an awesome awesome time I'm really looking forward to that um, and you, you're coming down uh, yeah, sadly, sadly sure. Chris, Chris can't join us this time but maybe if we do it again in the future yeah he should definitely come we can bring him along Okay. Uh, so there's two thirds of the uh, the Virgin Heresy will be there. I know Jens is coming down, Nicholas is coming down, Morton's coming down. So there's like three fifths or three uh, or four sixths of um, the entire Swedish podcasting group <laughs> is coming down. Um, so it's going to be a cracking event, and we've got the boys coming down from uh, from Denmark as well, which is going to be awesome. And we've got uh, you mean coming one, up, coming down, coming up, coming over whatever they're, they're going to be joining us there and then we've got uh, somebody flying in from the US who has been uh, super keen to be involved and we've also got um, one of the guys flying over from the UK as well so it's going to be international event of flavour and mystery and all types of dark magics so I'm looking forward to that yeah me too can't wait it's going to be fucking amazing it's going to like after that it's going to be the year of the Iron Hands yeah, for me it's going to be the year of repainting my Iron Warriors. <laughs> but uh, I've literally, as I was saying to Freddie before we came on air tonight, I have uh, all all painting has stopped on my Iron Warriors. Uh, it is all being put into uh, putting into a holding pattern, so I can uh, learn how to uh, paint like an absolute boss with uh, with the skills of Matt Kane and, and Henry Steele coming over, and then I will be um, retooling my army as we go along um, I, I will admit there's some stuff I'm just not willing to repaint because I like it too much and there's other stuff that's actually been looking at me going why did you do this to me why, why can't you treat me better uh, why you no love me because um, they're iron warriors so, yeah there is that but you know even so uh, there might be a Primark and, uh, uh, some, and, a, and a pimp ride for him that needs a bit of attention as well so um, yeah I'm, I'm putting that on hold. I've got way, way too much other stuff that needs to be done anyway. Um, isn't that right, Freddie? That's right. So I got that. To, I've got that to work on first of all. So Spoil, I'm not going to be without alert. stuff. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah, just <laughs> spoiler alert. Thunderhawk. Spoiler alert. Hashtag Warhound Titan. Same. Hashtag Fuck tons of terrain. You know. Hashtag Jody's, Jody's first world modeling problems. Um, so yeah. Whew, we're about halfway through the list now, so after that, uh, well, you've already heard, we've had uh, Matthias come on and talk about GothCon, and I will be there, Chris will be there, uh, Freddie is not there. Nope. Because uh, uh, you're Fre in... Freddie is somewhere total song. 
Yeah, Freddie Freddy is someone that we cannot discuss, and it will become redacted. Uh, it will become redacted from the uh, mysteriously come redact- become redacted from the recording if that happens. Uh, I don't know how that happened the last time. Spooky. Um, but yes, there is GothCon on the Easter weekend, April fourteenth, fifteenth, and we're going to be there for some heresy. It's going to be freaking awesome. I can't wait. Um, what else have we got coming up? Well, after that should be Lincoln. Well, no, we got one thing before that, and Jens is going to be very upset with us. Oh, is it the Malta? Uh, no, it's not Malta. Malta's uh, happening sometime before that. No, it's the uh, Syrian Folly. Ah. Uh, May 6th in Urebro. Uh, Urebro. Thank you. Urebro. Uh, this is why we have Freddie on, because he does actually do for, uh, Swedish pronunciations occasionally. Well, um, I thought that was why we had Chris. Well, that is true, but Chris is MIA at the moment due to uh, due to head injuries and you know technical failures of chairs. Um, <laughs> but that happens, uh, you know, life is life. Um, and then we've got so we've got that. That's a uh, thousand points crusade list, twelve spots, which I do believe are close to being full, if not already. And that is being run by Jens of the Northern Heresy. So that's their sort of second event that they're running, and it's going to be cool. Sadly, I can't make it. It's on uh, on a week I can't uh, be attending. But uh, we'll see if anybody else is able to make it from the podcast. I don't know if you're you're around on May sixth at all, buddy, or I don't think so. Okay, then we may have to send uh, may have to send Chris. Um, yeah. So we'll have to just uh, freeze him and drop put him in there. Um, but we'll we'll make it happen. Um, and then yes, now now it's the triumphant. It's it's all about you, Freddie. You you can take over, and people can be. Um, Stop having to listen to my voice for a little while <laughs> as we start by talking everything Con. Everything Lincoln. Okay, we're not going to talk about everything Lincoln, but it's 2005. A little bit Lincoln. It's going to be Shadow War missions and it's going to be the Raider Force org. Uh, people are already starting to uh, email me their factions. If you haven't done so and you know you're coming, please send me your faction. As in, you don't have to write me a full army list. You tell me, like, I am playing loyalist Iron Hands. Bam. Done. And it makes me happy, joy, joy, because then I can sort out the balance between traitors and loyalists. So please email me at thelinkonheresy at gmail.com. Thelinkonheresy at gmail.com. I will send my email right away. And I don't need to pimp <laughs> the event anymore because it's fucking, you know, 50 players already. And I, I had to cap the event already because now finally they wanted some sort of uh, registration Number. at their homepage. Uh, and for the event catalog and shit, so I had to cap it at 50 players. So first world problems, man. Yeah, first no, world but problems. Now, we have 50 players, so yeah. But still, if you're interested and you want to, you know, jump on the reserve list, just do that. There's no, you know, as we know, it's always like five or six players that keeps rotating around. So don't worry, like don't be. If you if you end up on the first the first five on the reserve list, I'm pretty sure you will get to play. Yeah, I'm sure something will happen around that. Yeah. You know, there are there are usually occasional drop-offs and yeah. stuff. So well, you know, fa- family issues happens. Yeah, life, fi- life is uh, life, basically. Yeah, exactly. life, life is life. And out of 50 players, I'm pretty sure at least a 10% number will have to either cancel because if something happens, car breakdown or what, whatnot. So sign up if you haven't already. Yeah, do it. Do it now. And send me your factions. Do it now. <laughs> Hint taken. Sending the email as we speak. Yeah, I, know, I know. I've already told you guys twice, <laughs> but I already know your factions. So it doesn't really matter. But it's good to have an <laughs> email. 
Oh, okay, fair enough. It's not like you then. play anything else but Traitor Iron. <laughs> I mean, Iron uh, Warriors. See, see, you almost got it wrong there. I really should yeah, say it just in case. Because I'm still thinking about my Iron Hands. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be amazing. Still thinking with your hands, are you? Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I super glue on my hands. As we know. Anyway, so that that is Lincoln. What's next? Comes up of that. That that might be Scorpius. Are you sure? Isn't like sure. heaps of other things happening? Uh, well, maybe, but I don't have them in my list here, so I'm, I'm just going to go with uh, All right. Scorpius. Well, we'll, we'll stick to the list because I have nothing except my <laughs> Okay. And I don't this is why we're... after that fucking microphone issues. Uh, yeah, so Scorpius, well, do you want to take this? Or do you, I'll, do you need to take I'll this, let or? you take this. I've talked a lot already. All so right, I think well, Scorpius is going to be 2,500 points. It's going to be a two-day event. It's going to be three rounds the first day, uh, two rounds the second day. The second day is going to be paired up events uh, based on Swiss draw. So it means that um, everyone around the same points, like where you have your battle score, are probably going to have a partner of the same caliber, so to speak. And Traitor versus Loyalist is going to be a narrative-focused event. So it's going to be based around uh, a story uh, with the Scorpius system, which is also going to tie into the Golachach. Golok, Golok, uh, yeah. global escalation campaign. So it's going to be, you know, you, you will be able, just like Lincoln, the first time you will be able to influence the sort of startup position for for the Scorpius campaign. Yeah. Uh, more of that to follow when it's actually getting close to be our month for the Golok. Yeah, we we got July, so we've got a little while, but yeah, uh, so we have plans and stuff. But you, you can still go into the Facebook page for the event, or you can find it through our podcast page and yep. sign up there. Uh, it's starting, uh, I don't know, what, what's our top limit for number of plays? Well, we want to achieve at least Lincoln. I think we can maximize maximum 60 players. Yep. Um, oh, so I'd like, to see, I'd like to see a really big, uh, really big event and see what we can do. Get a really, really big heresy event going down here in the south. Um, so yeah please uh, get involved I think we've got 27 people coming about the same interested at the moment but if uh, Lincoln can get 50 we can make that number come across and yeah. you know make it work well, we have a couple of people that ask through PM so I think we're up to 30 about, because, yeah. because not everyone has uh, clicked the thingy they have also you know, emailed me and asked about go click the thingy yeah go and click the thingy it's easier to get an overview but don't worry, we're around 30 players, so we can double that. And it's still a far way to go, so we're going to pip it more. more. Uh, the closer we get, we're going to pip it more, and we're going to give small hints about what's going to go on at the actual event, small hints about gift bags and so on. And, yeah, no one's going to be disappointed, as always. As always, and that's a good thing. And, of course, it'll be at the, uh, the wonderful Farm Shack Barbecue, uh, which is where I work. So, um, you know, there, there are selfish reasons for being there. And there will be awesome food. And um, it will be an over-18s event, so there will be alcohol available during the day. But drink responsibly, so therefore we game responsibly. And uh, we'll find a way of having some fun in the evening as well on yep. the Saturday. And, and uh, besides the event, we're going to run heaps of kind of little quirky extra mission. I'm working on a, a kind of special mission, Istvan 5 display board sort of type of mission where you can earn podcast dog tags and so on like uh, more more things are going to get you know put forward the closer we get to the event but which is safe to say there's going to be heaps of other stuff things 
you'll play your rounds, but there will be heaps of heresy activities, and it's going to be like an all-around heresy event, and it's going to be a fucking blast. Awesome source, awesome source, can't wait. And there's one last thing for the uh, the rest of the year then, well, not the rest of the year, but for at least our part of the rest of the year so far, and that's the big boy. That's yep. uh, that's where all the fun is going to happen. Where, where all the big toys are coming out to play. <laughs> and that is Scandus. 3,500 points. Uh, no, no, well, there's no restrictions. As long as you have uh, an Age of Darkness uh, Force Org, it could be Leviathan, it could be what, what not. As long as it's a, a legal list, uh, according to rule, you can bring all your big toys, get on it, and it's, uh, it's basically run in two day. It's a two day event. It's uh, in Stockholm, just as last time, and it's going to be. Uh, Basically, 3,500 points and 1,000 points on Metalis. Uh, the player pack is up, and more information is on our event page. And uh, this is happening in October, first weekend. Yes. Yeah, first weekend of October. Yeah, this is going to be the absolute sheer sizzle. Uh, it was such fun last year. Yeah. Um, well, we'll have the night out as well. There's going to be alcohol, obviously. Like <laughs> last time, there's going to be you know full-on heresy event. It's going to be, yeah. and it's going to be team, just like last time. It's going to be team events, so you still fight over the sword of Scandus, and oh, yes. and uh, there will be you know traitor versus loyalist. There will be heaps of a nice gift bag. There will be heaps of rewards. There will fun little quirky things going on and happening. There will be some metallic tables influencing the big battles and and so on. So you actually, I'm going to strive to even more than last time encourage team play and, and get that team feeling going yep definitely yep. so it's been, been really cool so there will be a couple of twerks for like how how pairing is happening and stuff and who is playing what but yeah just stay tuned to that and we due to public request we have increased the number of participants to 40 yep so and okay. I think that's the the maximum we said you can you can kind of fit in in its current location right yeah otherwise uh, well, I'll probably have to steal one one of the tents from work and Heresy <laughs> in a tent. But yeah, like th- this time we probably won't even have the kitchen because I have to smack up tables there. So it's going <laughs> to be fucking full on. So yeah. And uh, one one thing I will say is 100%. We are going to do our level best to be um, doing live broadcasts, live Facebook broadcasts from all of our events, as many of the events we attend that we can as well, because they've gone out really well. You guys have enjoyed seeing what we're talking about, and I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun if we can. Uh, Continue putting out that sort of uh, that sort of content on our Facebook page as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun with that, and uh, I think if we can do some planning, we can have some real fun around Scandus and uh, and ever and those events as well. So we'll just have to see what what goodness we can come up with for you. Fuck yeah. Hell's yeah. So I think um, that's everything we've got on the uh, on the list for now. Um, let me just think. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's pretty much it covered. So I think, unless you've got anything else you want to say right now, Freddy? No, nothing much. Well, we'll awesome. have an episode out pretty soonish. So if I forget anything, I'll just bring it up then. Yeah, we'll have another episode out very soon. We're starting to, we're building up to um, 
we're building up to our uh, our return to our schedule and if you're part of our um, our Facebook group go along have a look at the Facebook group and comment on the post we've got up there about what's actually what we're looking to do as far as content for the cast is concerned we'd love your feedback love your involvement and it'll just make things a little bit better for us so uh, yeah other than that I think it's time to say good night from me and good night from me and remember guys great life like 30k be angry on in the streets, be fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Frangian Heresy Podcast, signing off. Let the